my responsibility is to ensure that there is a safe and effective transition that ensures safe and effective policing for the City of Surrey. That work is underway. I want that work to be done as quickly as possible. The City of Surrey wants it to be done as quickly as possible, and I know the residents of Surrey want it to be done as quickly as possible. The City of Surrey has acknowledged that those costs are their costs. So, Honourable Member, that work is underway, but I want to make it clear. A transition has to ensure safe and effective policing. And as a former Solicitor General, you should know that that is the key priority. The debate in this chamber today is, is not about public safety. That we agree with. We agree that that has to be a priority. What we are arguing about is the fact that this minister studiously avoided answering the question. And he feels very free to point fingers at everybody else for the mess that's taking place in Surrey. Let's be clear. This is a total mess. Things got a little chippy today in the question period in the legislature. That was uh, BC Liberal Shirley Bond challenging Mike Farnworth, uh, Sister General, uh, in regards to the Surrey policing situation. It was a municipal issue. It's more and more looking like a, a provincial one as well. I'm Jazz Joel. I'm joined by my uh, co-host today, Robin Gill. Uh, I know you were going to, we're covering a lot of variety of stories, but we keep going back to the Surrey story because it doesn't Well, it really away. is one of the biggest stories in the province right now because it's become the province's problem. Oh, yes. And top of that, 11 provincial seats and, and how taxpayers react to Brenda Locke saying that uh, property taxes will go up by 17 and a half percent at this point. Uh, nine and a half of that 17 percent is because of the transition or transitioning back to the RCMP uh, potentially. She brought this up over the weekend and now it's ended up in the legislature. Let's catch up with uh, our Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter, to get an update in regards to today's rather chippy uh, discourse uh, in the question period. Uh, Richard, thank you for joining us. Now you can hear the irritation in Mike Farnworth's voice there. And Robin, it will be great chatting with you. It's great to hear your voice. Uh, not as chippy as Mike Farnworth's voice. And Jazz, it's always fun to be on with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Richard, I don't want to be in Mike Farnsworth's shoes right now. Like, this is the biggest dilemma he's going to have to face because, uh, like, I mean, is he swayed one way or the other? Uh, the sense I'm getting, Robin and, and Jazz, is that uh, this is a government that does not want to deal with this issue, would rather it not be on their table, and it now is. And the big issue uh, is staffing. And I think the staffing issue is more complex uh, than we ever knew. We know that Surrey RCMP, the city of Surrey, uh, Surrey Police Service have to present reports to the province. Those reports were insufficient. They have now produced additional reports on Thursday that uh, Farnworth staff is now working through. And where I think the discrepancy is are about the numbers that both Surrey and the RCMP are using. Every year, the RCMP uh, puts into its program hundreds of future police officers. And those officers then get allocated across the province based on RCMP coverage plans uh, in different jurisdictions. And the number that Surrey police, or sorry, the city of Surrey and the RCMP are using is based on the number of uh, future officers who are enrolled. The real, issue, the real number will be the number of students that actually graduate, that get that accreditation, that can go on the street. And that could be anywhere from 10, 15, 20% lower. That's where the discrepancy is. The province doesn't believe that there will be enough officers going to Surrey RCMP to ensure that that community is properly policed and therefore, they have some serious questions about whether keeping that police force is even possible. Right now, 
In Surrey, about 20% of all calls are being dealt with by the Surrey Police Service. And I think the minister has serious questions about whether that 20% can get offloaded back to the Surrey RCMP. So my gut is telling me, Robin, that it feels like there are serious questions about whether the, the mayor's wish, the goal here of, of the city council is actually going to be possible based on that uh, staffing issue. But that was one of the questions we put toward her yesterday. Are you padding this this budget because you ne- you need future hires? Yeah, and I think that that's where we're at is that they are working their best. And the RCMP has a vested interest here to make this work, right? This is their largest force. Having a footprint in the second largest city in British Columbia in day-to-day policing is crucial for the RCMP. But they can only train and get on the ground as many officers as they can. And so that is the number that the minister is looking at. The, The question is simple to the minister. Do you believe that Surrey can be properly policed? Getting an answer to that is much more complicated than the question. Uh, Richard, these eight, the, the issue in and around the 18 months severance uh, that the mayor yeah. brought up with us yesterday, uh, I'm curious as to what you're hearing in the corridors of power uh, in the legislature. Is, is this viewed as a poison pillar? Is this a sticking point uh, for, in regards to the government's decision moving forward in regards to how they want to move? It seems to be a poison pill in terms of the property tax issue, but not in the way that the government is planning on moving. But ultimately, they could be connected, right? There is a worry here, from what I am hearing, that the public will associate these property tax increases with the decision the province is making. Minister Farnworth wanted to be known that he has nothing to do with this contract. That yes, he signed off on the contract, but he's not signing off on terms, and agreements. He is signing off on just the idea of policing. It doesn't matter to him ultimately how this is paid for uh, because it's not his responsibility to pay for it. There's no extra money coming from the province. This is going to come from Surrey taxpayers. Now that that burden is being passed on to him in the form of blame, that's where he has a larger issue. So the other bigger challenge here as well, Jazz, is Other police unions, when they come up for negotiations, are going to look at this and look for similar things. The fact that for six months work, you get 18 months severance is a massive financial burden when you're going to make changes or terminate a contract. And that's exactly the position they are in here. And, and, you know, contracts cost. That's not the province's purview. But the larger issue is, you know, who does the public blame here? And I think we're obviously in the middle of a blame game. So Brenda Richard Locke wants the province to wear it and the province is, is trying to push it back on the city. So Richard, shirt. cue Wally Opal and bring him in to <laughs> review this, right? I'm, like, I, I, I'm so predicting this right now. Once, he's done it once. I think they had a chance to bring him in a second time. And, and I think, I don't know, I haven't talked to Wally about this, but my guess is he probably gracefully declined because as Shirley Bond described it, this is a mess. Uh, and although Wally could probably find some solutions, it's probably not a mess he wants to delve into at this point because of how uh, thick the mud seems to be. Wally has been, I think, broadly speaking, in support of, uh, of the SPS. I'm curious, yeah. because of this severance, because of the potential fallout for the NDP, is this just indirectly leading the minister towards approving the SPS? I think, in part, we will see what unfolds over the next few weeks. But there is a real concern here. You mentioned there are a number of seats at play in Surrey. There's also within caucus a force that wants to see the Surrey police 
policed that community. And that's led from former RCMP officer Gary Begg. We're also seeing other Surrey MLAs who are not so sure that that is the right direction and understand that Brenda Locke and her council won a victory in the fall on the backing of promising to go back to the Surrey RCMP. So uh, there is a logjam in part around the caucus table from the uh, Surrey MLAs, but that fear of who gets blamed for property tax increases is clearly in part of the political calculations. But ultimately, it, it does, Jazz, I honestly believe, come down to these numbers. If the province believes, if Mike Farnworth believes that Surrey can properly staff the RCMP, mm-hmm. then he will approve that. I just don't think at this point he believes that is possible based on the data he has seen in front of him. Richard, thanks for your time today. Yeah, my pleasure as always.